Start off with a wizard in a small room. They are in these very luxurious robes, more resemblance to a nightgown, and underneath, just partially exposed, is a nightshirt. They appear to be middle-aged, yet something about their focus on the current reading transcends their age more to someone that is well beyond the average wisdom and intelligence. Someone that has spent decades studying the art of wizardry to the point that they have created a room of silence. And with each page turn and each little flicker of the wood table, not a sound is made in this private study room, permanently enchanted by the silent spell. This gives the wizard time to focus on their studies, continue advancing their knowledge, their ever hungry knowledge on the world of wizardry and the world beyond the astral sea. What does exist? What limitations defines humanity? Can they achieve the power of gods? These are all the things that come past the wizard's mind as they continue their study. They've been here for hours, days, they're not sure. Time seems infinite. Unbeknownst to the wizard, the insectoid monster currently caged up that they've been experimenting on panics and is thumping on the cage lights are flaring inside the building the flames of the sconces change from a luminescent violet to a very very crimson red the wizard is unaware of this pleasantly in their room unaware until the building shakes they get up they run outside and they see the alarms go off. The wizard's first instinct is to quickly go back to their room. They bypass the three cream as it pulls its arms through the cage trying to ask for help in an alien language that is not translated. The wizard runs downstairs to its chambers in its bedroom to grab its belongings. And before it can make its next turn, the building flips. And then there's a big crash. Because <laughs> I pressed play to test it out, and then Not I went to notes. Not just anyone's come. The rabbit. This is this conversation. This is this is so what everyone is, can listen. This to is us. how an episode typically starts. Everyone talking about come. That's true. Because I've got problems. Come. Ready? Yeah. Come. Oh, so that's the intro. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. That's perfect. 
Um, welcome to Johns and Dragons, a dating podcast for Johns for, about cum. For Johns about cum. What I'm I sorry. It's for cum about. It's John. a podcast. I heard podcast. It's a podcast. Also, it's the thing you followed up with that is the problem. We're already getting silly, are we? <laughs> Let's get silly. Listen, listen. Who's the boss? That guy. That guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm bringing that. him. That you so I'm have. the dominant one. Was this like Futurama where <laughs> Fry drinks the water? Yeah. And Drink becomes the king. Yeah, becomes For the king. For the listeners at home, um, Alex is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they knew that 10 episodes ago. <laughs> Alright, anyway, welcome to Johns and Dragons, a D&D podcast for Johns about come. Uh, we are... Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, that's not the intro. That's not happening. Oh. Welcome to Johns and Dragons, a D&D podcast uh, for John. About Tom. <laughs> Alright, Welcome to Johns and Dragons, a D&D podcast about coming and coming and... For John. For John. Coming for John. Welcome to Johns and Dragons. Welcome to Johns and Dragons. <laughs> we don't need a Johns podcast for that. <laughs> We start back in this chamber. The dust is still in the air. It's starting to actually settle. The room is currently blacked out due to the explosion and then the sconces are light again. And before you is now the familiar face of Dazan the Red Wizard. Uh, Gunther is holding and cocks the dead ass. I I like give a bit of a look and lean side and Handy? Is that you? Wait, that's my name now? It's Handy? What are you... What is your name? He starts actually looking at his, looking at his hands first. Fills his face, clicks his jaw, does his little cracks, and you see him like, kind of looking on his person, and he goes, Very exciting. Very exciting indeed. Would you care to explain yourself? Moments ago, uh, you were a familiar face, and that is not the face that we look upon now. Ah, yes, well, apologies are in order, I guess, and maybe first introductions or reintroductions. Ah, uh, hello, nice to meet you all. Uh, my name is Dazan. How are we all doing, officially? I am. Still one of the many words I see, Virgil. So your memory has not left you, I take it. Uh, actually, my memory is better than ever, if I'm going to be honest. I have, uh, retained everything that, and this was unexpected, everything that had occurred prior to this event. In fact, I am actually, judging by the machine, it's done its job more than I would say. The body's taking some to getting used to. I feel stronger. This new physique, I wasn't expecting to be morphed with the construct's body, but... Alright, you raise um, a question. Did you exist prior to being inside that construct? He actually turns around a little bit and he's kind of like studying the room. He goes, Fascinating. Yes, I do remember this place. Hmm. And he starts actually tracing the rooms and starts to ignore you. Well, if, that, uh, if he's ignoring us, I'll just that? turn to the others and be like, Is this the same guy that was lit on fire? Yes, we sort of this person die. Zen turns around and goes, Burned, you said? Uh, that is correct. The last time that uh, 
my compatriots and I looked upon this face, um, it was on fire at a stake. So that's how he, that's how I died. Interesting. Very intriguing. Well, obviously that is one memory I would not have, but this I know now. Thank you for that, Virgil. Uh, what do you recount of uh, your life before you died? Immediately before. How much do you know about me? <laughs> you were introduced as a red wizard. I want to keep it to myself that he was burned for metal. I want to see what he, what he thinks <laughs> or if he's trying to like skirt around it. Okay, well I guess some information is out in the open. As scraps I obviously didn't recount a single thing. But yes, you are correct. I am a red wizard. Um, that's about it really. Can I history check red mages? Whether they're all evil? Yeah, sure. Maybe yeah, he's ahead. just evil as a... Or maybe he's good. Yo, Carl did a roll? 21. Oi! Carl rolling the dice today? Steve. So at some point you may have come past and heard tales of red wizards. You recount... The Red Wizards are colloquially known as the Red Magic Cult uh, from the Eastern Heartlands in, in Faerun. They usually owe their power to being cruel. Some are slavers, some are demonologists, and some are just arcane experimenters. That's the extent of your knowledge. Mm -hmm. Could you explain how this contraption just worked? Well, I mean, we watched the same video, didn't we? The same recording? Okay, well, Athia, obviously you are not the most intelligent of this group, so... <laughs> what actually happened was, is that this device had the advanced ability, long lost to our science and magic, to turn illusions into reality. Something from shadows, per se. The original design had made me, and I was partially made of that illusion, that shadow, and through the device's magic I was able to become real. Let me let me just stop you right there. What what do you who are you referring to when you say the original? The original design that you said died. Then what does that make you? Makes me the new design. The one that's alive apparently. Uh, but a lot of new information for all of us. But you have his memories? Uh, in a way, I am him now. Flesh and blood and soul. Uh, alright. Could you maybe elaborate on why East Haven might want to burn you? He turns around a little. He's... The one thing you guys have noticed is that a smile has not left his face. Um, and there is a keenness in his eyes, as if he is attentive to not just you guys, but everything. And he kind of looks around and goes, Okay. And he turns back towards you guys. I'll throw you a bomb. You did. Well, in a way, help me achieve my goals at a second life. Here it is. What was the question? Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> well, yeah. he's Here it burn. is. <laughs> Actually, we'll keep, we'll keep that hidden. <laughs> I feel like it's really good for the character. Why would the people of East Haven want to burn you at the stake? Let's maybe start from the start. I, uh discovered this place a very long time ago. I've been Icewind for a few months now, looking for evidence of, well, basically this science, this world. And I uh, had with me 
me, in a way. Me before this. I had with me uh, a construct, uh, a unique one, where I was able to use the spell for a simulacrum. Uh, Arcana? Yeah, sure. Manager. 14. Couple one. Dirty 20. Nice. Uh, so, Virgil and Steve, you guys both have heard of the spell Simulacrum. It is quite a high level spell where a wizard more than likely is able to create a duplicate of themselves. Mm -hmm. It is not 100% real, it's an illusion. From the physical being down to the, even the being's soul is considered an illusion. Uh, the being is able to do this by harnessing shadows and morphing it with snow. Scraps wasn't shadows or snow. Okay. So that's that's a big thing to probably take away from that understanding of the spell then. Doing so means that the wizard gives everything that it currently has up to the point it made the simulacrum, which means it includes its memories, its history, everything, including personality. Carper puts his gun away. I don't want to roll insight, but instead I want to roll what, maybe it is inside. If he's doing something or his concentration is elsewhere. Yeah, sure. Uh, what role is that? What type of role? That he said be, inside. That would be inside. inside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 16. Uh, it does seem like he's taking in everything. And he keeps, you kind of see as he's talking, he'll look at you guys and he'll look back up. And he'll look back at you guys and just keep talking. Carpa wants to check out if he's looking at anything in particular. Okay, roll for perception. Okay, 20 dirty. Two things, it looks like he's looking up at the roof, or the, the what was once the floor, yep. um, but he's not specifically looking at the device per se, he's more as if his attention's trying to look above you guys, mm -hmm. and then he keeps looking at the door. That's the two things you get away from that. I will let you know more if you are choosing to maintain this perception. That's fine man, Carpo's feeling, feeling perceptive. So the original design had a, construct that was able to, in a way, immobilize the spell for Simulacrum. I was born and I accompanied the original design or design OG, D-O-G, the dog. No, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> but I was able to follow the original design for his journey. His journey led him to this spire that you guys have discovered. Mm. It's amazing that you achieved such such an expedition. Um, and from the town East Haven, we hired some adventurers to help us with our journey and discover this spire. And uh, well, the original Zan actually had a little hiccup. He ran into some uh, Druga. Druga? Yeah. Druga, sorry. Druga. Druga? Yeah. You know, that thing that you told me you guys want to learn about? Would you like to me to share, or...? I just didn't know what to interrupt, you were doing so well. I think I want to stop him from monologuing. Monologuing? Okay, what would you do? You got me monologuing! Um, Desan, uh, so what is your prerogative? What are you meaning to gain out of your new body and ability? Well, if what you said about my original the original design, my maker, is true. I will obviously be continuing his research and his quest here in the realm. And what the research might be that? Design, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, you need to be more specific. 
Where are we right now? Does any of you know? We are northeast of Cape. No, 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 no. Where are we specifically? What is this? Does any of you know? In a spire that you know so well. You just said it yourself, Desan's tower. I never said it was Desan's tower. Yes, you did. No, I said we discovered this place. Uh, okay, Desan, if that is what we should call you now. Care to elaborate on where we are? This is actually not a tower, it's a spire. It's an appendage to another tower. At some point, the spire dislodged and it found itself thrusted upside down into this glacier or into this, this cliff side. My job was to discover this and I got a big hit. I very happy with it and I'm probably going to continue searching and understanding more about the science of this world. Um, if this isn't discern your tower, where, uh, where did it come from? You guys all hear a clatter above. I uh, look to see if Dazan has responded to it. Well, currently he's got his back to the wall as he's kind of looking up. Okay. And he looks at the door. As I hear the clattering, I'm going to look to like the door. I'm going to put a hand on the sword ready to go. I'm just going to like walk, position myself between like the group and the door. Last chance. Do you guys want to know anything about the Durga? I mean, I very much would, but I have it written down here that the Zan recounts that he would have been burned at the stake because, and then there's nothing after it. Because you keep, you, you just have not told us. Don't get angry. Nah, no, that's me. That's not fair. <laughs> I say, instead of that, I say, how much time do we have? I would like to hear more about what you have to say about the Durgar, as that is our current prerogative, but also I am deadly curious as to why the original found himself deceased in the first place. Durga are dwarves from the Underdark that for some reason, unbeknownst to even the original me, or when we first met them, they have seemed to have surfaced, maybe because the lack of light has given them the right conditions to live as if they did underground. Their purpose for uh, leaving their stronghold and traveling through the realm of Icewind? Not too sure. However, when we made a deal with them, they were very interested in acquiring Shardland. What is Shardland? Now you can roll. I can't. <laughs> nope. This is not my day. Yep. I rolled an 8. Yep. Apparently it's Carpus. 18. Still not high enough. Wow. That's actually fair enough. Uh, he takes a little moment of you guys to be signing. He goes, you know Shardland? The Black Ice. That's what it's actually called. Oh, you mean Cold City? Oh, I have I overheard you talk about that earlier. And Scraps was all for it. <laughs> but me now hearing about it? It's still pretty good. <laughs> it is. Are you sure it's not called Bice? That sounds dumb. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get Scraps back? What? <laughs> I mean, it actually stops and looks at you guys. You are the one that definitely interested me the most, Steve. Scraps, me for example, would not be able to use that device, but you. 
what actually are you? You're definitely not a construct, and you're definitely not what I was. Maybe I'll tell you if you uh, answer Virgil's question. Well, actually, we see this, the Druga during their current escapade of and uh, raids on Icewind, they were looking for some shard, and they actually found this location first, the Spire. They were about to engage in battle with us before the original Dazan made a deal with them. He said, let us journey through, find out, take out any traps or any monsters that may be underground here that they weren't sure of, and in return, we will contact them and let them know they can collect the shard or any other magical materials here. That was always a lie. We just told them that so they could go away. You guys all now hear the clattering again? It sounds louder. Who speaks Dwarvish here? I know you do, but I just want to know if anyone else does. Yeah. No, common and elvish. Can you roll perception for me, please? Uh, Kappa? Yeah, yeah. Twelve. Twelve. You can vaguely hear dwarvish, but you can't make out the word entirely. Um, the one word you do hear clearly is over here. Dusan, um, it's no coincidence you bring up Durgar, is it? No, it's not. Considering, like I said, the original design made a deal. Never made it official. Uh, we never made in contact. They obviously were waiting for us. Uh, except none of you fools were quick enough to realize that there was an alarm spell triggered around that little tunnel, did you? The thin wire? So they've probably come down to find original design expecting him to return and now they're looking to seek maybe some sort of vengeance and might kill anything or anyone in between would that not include you more specifically when they be targeting you first oh probably yeah definitely definitely but let's move down the checklist that can go on the next question <laughs> you asked uh why i was getting a mistake probably for killing those adventurers I read those we, already. <laughs> we didn't really want them to know where we were, and somewhere in that scuffle, we got uh, ransacked by the town's guards of East Hazen. I got in a little nasty accident, which obviously took my memory away, and I became the mindless and um, oblivious scraps that you guys knew for a long time there. I kind of gets louder. So, so, I would consider myself and the others adventurous. That being said, was there a reason you killed those other adventurers besides finding where we are right now? No. Keep the secret of the spire as it was. Clattering now doesn't sound like it's down anymore, but it sounds now like it's also outside. I want to take this moment right now to disguise self yep. as a doer girl. You're going to be one large doer girl. I'm not that tall. I'm 5'10", I think. 5'10"? So I can go to 4'10". Just tall. You were yeah. tall, but just yeah, tall. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Turn to the I also specifically want to disguise myself. Yep. My tongue looks cut off. Smart. Okay, sure. Yeah. I know why, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, go, go. It could work. Alright. Yep. That's it. Okay. Order nudge Steve. And then disguise myself as the sand. <laughs> that was my first thought, but I was like, 
He's back against the wall, he goes, ah, and to answer your third question, what we're looking for is the remnants of Nethril. You see him just point up at the disc, and he casts darkness. The disc looks like it's all of a sudden enveloped by just matte black shadow. And the shadow then expands, and it does go a 15-foot radius. So essentially, it encapsulates the entire room in the shadow that you cannot see anything. My instinct would be as soon as it goes fully dark, I would take like a step forward and then just like press and like lean against the door. Hold it back, like close it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. sure. Yeah. Well, it was close, and so now I'm just like pressing against to keep it closed. Yeah. Sure. That's big. And then you hear simply in the darkness, you hear a click, and then you hear a. But your door does not open. And you guys hear from the distance as if it was coming from another, like it was beneath you guys, but echoes. I uh, definitely apologize for this uh, sudden interruption to our conversations, but I hope you guys do understand that I do have to kind of get away, and uh, well, this shit is mine. So, bye bye for now, and. Fuck <laughs> One piece of advice run. And you see the darkness spell disappear. You all hear now very loud clatters, very loud sounds, as if there is a group outside, not immediately outside your door, but they're starting to investigate the rooms. Um, guys, you said run. How? Shouldn't we try and run down the same way? For this, I'm gonna say we're gonna roll initiative. So we're gonna do what's called a group initiative first and then single initiative when we need it. The sound that was outside is now a lot closer. Well, it seems to have come to your guys' door. They're gonna make a group strength check mm -hmm. to try bust the door down. I'm assuming you're the only one that would be stopping it, so it's gonna be against you. So this will be a saving check against a uh, saving throw. Mm -hmm. So essentially I'm just gonna give them an advantage instead of just rolling several points. Uh, I rolled the same number twice. Alright, so, you need to be an 18. Oh, oh boy. Well, it's a good thing I got. I'm excited. Can't wait for this to be like a 3 or 20. No, I had a crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I had a crit fail. No! I knew it as well. I was like, there's no way this is going to be. No way, dude. Uh, it could have been a 20, but it wasn't. I would be holding the door, and then as the darkness lifts, um, and he says that last thing as he goes down. I then lean off it and turn around to be like, to say something to him. Okay. And so there's zero pressure on the door, but I'm holding the handle. And with uh, with that lack of focus, the door busts down on top of you. Uh, no damage, but you are going to be prone with a door on you. Uh, you guys see Athea fall down, and you've got a heavy door on you. I'm going to say it's probably going to be an action to remove, okay? When that time comes. That's fair. The door falls down and before you guys is... You've all maybe heard them or seen them. You specifically, Virgil, recognize them straight away. You see, for the first time, Zuriga. Currently, the ones that are in the door, there's two of them. They nearly look indistinguishable from each other. 
they have, uh, as opposed to your violet blue, they are just pale violet in coloration. Their eyes seem to be whitened over. You cannot see a single pupil. One of them has uh, some remainder of hair on top of their head that has receded into this Einstein hairdo, and the other one's completely shaved clean. They both have these long dangly beards and they look feral in complexion. They're about just four foot high, heavily armored, and both of them seem to have used their, like a war pick, uh, to bash the door down. You can see the in there where they've placed it on. As you guys all stare at each other, the Duga do look a little bit standard and they stop and they see you. Mm -hmm. Do you do anything before? Uh, yeah, okay, so I want to, um, I'm going to be like looking at Aethia on the ground and then looking back up and giving them a d double thumbs up. <laughs> and then since my tongue looks cut out, I'm going to go, oh! Or one of them does go to turn around mm -hmm. and it looks like beyond the passage as if to talk to possibly more of them. But before a word gets said, the sconces turn red. And you hear a blaring sound, almost like an alarm, go. And a rumbling starts to occur. And you all hear now, because the system has changed to adjust to your language, as what happened last session, yeah. in common. Escape pod sealed. Emergency evacuation initiated. Thrust is engaged. Calibrating most efficient escape route. Separation of spires top layer imminent in T minus 10 seconds. 9. Is this the top layer or is this the top layer? And you guys start to hear the ground shaking. We're going back to group checks. It's your guys as a group. What are we doing? Oh my god. Uh, grab a hold of whatever I can. Is there a sconce near me on the wall? Yes, we can say there's a sconce. I'll yeah. grab I'll grab a hold of it. Okay. I guess I don't know if I've like stunned them or just been like caught them off guard. I wanna create a bonfire under their feet. So you can do one of them, let's say it's the Well I just wanna do it here. Okay. Just so cast it on the spot. Okay, gotcha. I think I just gotta make a deck save against your spell save. What is my spell save? It's fourteen. They get advantage on spells, it says. Saving throws against spells. That's awesome. So let's reroll. Play the dual guy next. I'm not gonna What's touch the die, come take a look. Is it a crit? It's a crit. I, I take the look. Okay. Uh, Alright, so they don't take the damage, but the cast of the spell is still there. The spell is still there, so he's gonna have to reroll. Uh, do they look uneased by the siren? They look confused more than anything. Do you wanna do this? Like an insight on what they're doing, getting prepared for? Yeah. Okay, roll with advantage, roll uh, inside. Cool, uh, I think it's 12. 12. They seem very confused, and then you can hear them speaking in Dwarvish, uh, one of them in the far background going, What is this language? What are they speaking? <laughs> That's what you hear. <laughs> okay, cool. I would just like to take the door off and get up. Okay. So action and half movement. Yeah. As you spring back in front. Uh, I'm just gonna stand there already and I'm just gonna look back and just be like, guys, what are we doing? Are we, are we fighting our way out of this? Kappa pulls out the frost brand, so he's got dead ass in the frost brand. Okay. Do a good turn. So you Kappa do here as the others are kind of looking confused. One of them seems to have understood what's going on and they go, we need to evacuate, quick, quick, back to the road, back to the road. And they all start running. 
They're going to use their movement. Five. Uh, he will need to roll for the fire. Bang. Does a 13 beat your DC? No. Okay, so he will take 1d8 fire damage, the one that was in the bonfire. It's a two. Um, they've taken some damage, or that one took some damage, you can see, like, the little bits of burn that have reached their skin. Mm -hmm. But they quickly just... They're not phased, they're, they're running. running. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're going to use their actions to climb the wall, or climb that tunnel. So they're trying to get to the next floor, so I'm going to see who succeeds and who doesn't. Uh, unbeknownst to you guys, two of them do make it up, which is the first two. Other two are still there, you guys don't know that. That's their group turn. I can't do anything more. It goes back to the lair. So the lair continues counting down. Five, four, three, two, one. And the room starts to violently shake again. Mm -hmm. I need you all to make deck safe, please. Oh boy. These guys. Do I get any because I'm holding on? Uh, sure, get advantage, yeah. Uh, 17. Nine. Nine. 21. No damage. You two, however, Carpa and Athia, are knocked prone again from the violent shake. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, Athia's drunk. All it takes is just roll better. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> the room violently shakes, and you guys can hear what appears sounds like in the distance an explosion underneath you guys. And it seems to keep rumbling, 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 and then it stops. I'm gonna give you a moment to do something. Below us, right? It was below you guys. And Dazan went below. Dazan went below. Okay, Dazan's dead, let's just go. He <laughs> <laughs> just waits like, let's go! Into the one that's exploding. <laughs> Person of the room. Uh, what do we do? Oh god. I think it gets back up. Yeah, I'd like to get up. Okay, so half movement for you guys there. I just run out, I use my movement. Yeah, yeah but what if the explosion is fake <clears throat> and then this room just gets covered in gold? So that's your guys' here to find out. That's your guys' turn. <laughs> uh, they're gonna also use their turn to get up. So are they going up? They're going up. They'll, they're and they can. Wait, top floor something? Is oh, that the no. top? No, that's the bottom. Yeah, that's the bottom. So that's gonna be the top. The top is oh, under us. So no. where the explosion took place. So we're somewhere else now. So the way it worked is what? fourth floor. Third floor, second floor, first floor. Yeah. So they're currently two are still on the fourth floor. You guys don't know that yet. Uh, to have made their way to the third floor. So their group check, they try to continue up. The two that were on the fourth floor have made it up. The two on the third floor attempted to make it up, but due to the violent shake, they lost uh, their grip and they're back. They're still on the third floor. Did the room respond? Oh yeah, you hear this. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what actually happens is you actually stay there for a bit and you're waiting for a response as and then you guys feel the room suddenly drop. Just an inch to the left. A sudden drop. And then you can hear outside. Oh my god, no. Guys, Virgil here. Uh, just letting you know that uh, you've been listening to us for a while, and I understand why we're very entertaining. But it might be a good time to take a break now.
There is a time limit. You guys are gonna have a certain amount of rounds. We're going on top of the list then, so we're going separate initiatives. Carpet, you're first. Is climbing the rope an action? Or is you have to make an athletics check, but I'm mean, considering it as your movement. movement. Yeah. Okay. They're using the action to dash and climb. And then I'll end up here. <laughs> no, first make an athletics check. Oh, no. You're back at the bottom. Yeah, you fall. <laughs> you get is that another one? Yeah, I'm going to say that's fucked. You do have your inspiration, technically. Do you want to use it now? I will definitely. That's better. Yes. Athletics? Is yes, please. 14. 14. You've met the DC. Carpet, you make it out. You go back to where you remember the rope. The rope has gotten crooked, and so you can start climbing the rope up. And you notice that the tunnels have kind of collapsed as well. The, ton- the room before you has dropped and hit you guys. And you climb up, and you get there, and you see before you the same two Dugo that I described before, and two others. The third one is got... Looks exactly like them, except shaped head and various tattoos in undercommon on their scalp and covering most of their face. And then there's a fourth one who is completely hooded up in just like a grey beige hood. Yeah, you get up. Is that your full movement? Okay, because you use your action to move it. Easy. They go to Virgil. Uh, okay, so I'll be dashing, but I'll do the athletics checks now. Yep. It's a seven. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. That's a 14. Yep, passes, definitely. Nice. Natural movement is to go up the rope. It's 10 feet to go up tunnel. Okay, so I've got... All right, so I've got another 20 feet then. You see they're already converging on the rope, getting ready. Sure. I wait there. Okay. Uh, you see the same thing that's Carpet's seen as they're getting ready to climb up. Uh, it's going to be... The one on the hood's turn is going to make an athletic checks and try to use its full movement to get up. Oh, sorry, that wasn't on the hood. That was just one of the normal ones. That's the one with all the taps. Tugs the rope, and some of it breaks. No! Uh, they got nat one. Uh, there's still rope there, but it's now like five foot off the ground. That's their turn. Uh, it's then gonna be the other one with the clean scalp. They're gonna attempt the same thing easily. They grab it. They actually use the one of the tattoos as leverage, and they just step on them to climb and grab the rope, and you see them climb up. They get there. That's their turn. Uh, it then goes to the one on the hood. The one on the hood's turn is also going to probably use the other one as leverage. Mm-hmm. Yep, cool. <laughs> they make it. The one in the hood also like just pulls down its like its beard, and the one hat has no time to respond. Uh, it then goes to Athia. What are we doing? Right. I see everyone else doing it. I'm gonna just bolt full sprint. Uh, roll a flake check, and it'll just be your movement to climb up. Uh, that is a not natural 20. Easily, you're able to scale up to the wall. Again, the tunnel system is starting to crack. It is then the last Duragus turn, so this is the one that had hair. They are also gonna do what this one's doing and just see if they can use the one with Tats as leverage. Uh, they fail. So they, they go to use it and the other one just gets really annoyed that everyone keeps climbing on it and just pulls them down. They're kind of like fighting now over who gets to climb the rope. Um, Steve, it's your turn now. You're the last on the initiative. Roll those legs, please. It's a nine, but I guess I'll use my inspiration as well. <laughs> sure. Don't feel left out. Now it's worse. So nine dice. Uh, you you try to climb up. Something about this, you just can't get a good grip. Can um, SBF climb up the rope? Sure, if you want to use this movement, yeah. 18. 
SPF departs and he kind of, just before you stop, he looks down at you again. Ah, oh, his bonus action is gonna to stab the one near the hole. Cool. <laughs> uh, 18 plus five. Yep. It's nine force damage. Yep, that was one of the tattoos. He's gonna stab through the sinew at the back of the ankle. It cries out in pain. <laughs> well, he's got one knife in him and then one knife securing him to the floor. So, that's the end of initiative. Can you all make deck saves uh, again, please? 17. 11. Um, 19. 15. And for SPF? Deck save. Yes, please. Nat <laughs> 20. Nat 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, SPF. So, what happens is you guys, so floor three, that you just climbed up, drops five feet and you hear a loud crack sound as it goes. Athia, you fall prone, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Athia is definitely drunk. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, you rolled 15, you're fine. The others, except for that big boy, all four. Whoa. Yes, yes perfect. Can you do that one, please? Except for the big boy? Yep. It's big for us. They, they all fall. Your floor that you're on, you feel it as it gets impacted by the floor above that they're on, lands into you and you hear it. And it drops and you just manage to hold onto the rope in time as it just falls. And what you do notice though is that this large concave of a tunnel has started, is starting to crack and break. We're back to the top initiative. Carpa, what are we doing? Alright, uh, Kappa looks down the hole at Steve and says, Well, you might want to hurry up a little bit. Uh, body construct. And then, tell me if this is cool if I can do this. Um, because when I move, I can use Rabbit Hop to move a D12 additionally. Can I use that to get up the rope? Yeah, because uh, part of your Rabbit Hop is the fact that you don't have to run up. Yeah, yeah it says in any direction of my choice. Yeah. Um, doesn't cost movement. Yep, yeah, cool. So you still need to get to, you're saying go to the rope and then just jump So, up. yeah, so yep. where's the rope from here? Uh, it's, it's where Aether's head is. <laughs> Two additional feet. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, go up. Do like a little hop and manage to just get the ledge. And so you can lift yourself up the rest of the way. What, did you make a flex check for that? No, I didn't. So okay, sorry, that's on me as well. I didn't right. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> uh... Seven. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. You're back down. Uh, you still have an action. Uh, so you can technically use your action now to dash and oh. try again. But DC is going to go off for you a bit. Yeah, I'll try again. Ten. Fuck. So close, no. Sakes. Virgil, your turn. Uh, I want to use this guy as a springboard. Sure, okay. And leap off him. <laughs> sure, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a poor boy. Sure, I'll, I'll give you advantage, I guess. <laughs> Sit. 13. 13, easily. Nice. And right now, I still look like a doer Yeah, very, <laughs> he's like, this is way too heavy to be a doer <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna try to go up again. That's a 10. That makes it that one. Oh, if really? DC went up. Yeah. Oh, nice. Sucks. Fucking <laughs> shit. So actually, um, as he falls, you just kind of step over him, not realizing it's Carpa, <laughs> and use him as leverage <laughs> to get further up. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna dash. Sure. 
20, 25, 30. Yep. I did carpenters. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're as you're running up, the where the entrance that you guys initially came from, the first tunnel, is now on an incline as opposed to its level. And you can start seeing it start. So like running this way is like running uphill? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um alright, it's the tattoo dude. So he's gonna use half his movement to get up, please. Uh, he's gonna make a flex check quickly. <laughs> yep, makes it. Uh, he's gonna use, he sees all you guys and he sees like, he doesn't realize Virgil, he thinks it's Narduga. Just climb on top of you and he takes the initiative. He's gonna do the same thing, use his action to climb up. Can I do something about that? <laughs> do you have a reaction? Like something I can do as a reaction or can I just do something? Sure, if you wanna try to attack him as a reaction. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'm gonna cut yeah. balls. Uh, he's gonna make it up. Nice. What That's you a 24. 24 definitely will hit him. Yep. So that is eight. Plus damage. Uh, Virgil, you hear a screaming Durga, uh, cursing Dwarvish, and you see blood just trailing down his leg. After that one's turn, it is gonna be the other one that currently got impaled by SPF. It's gonna use half its movement to get up. Uh, does SPF get reaction as your reaction? Yep. Do you wanna roll for attack, please? Uh, 14. Does not hit it. SPF just kind of just misses it, just as their foot probably gets off the ground. And then it's gonna attempt to also climb up. It's Yep, that one climbs up. They get up there. It's going to use its action to five feet again. So it's going to be a repeat. So it uses its action and it's also going to try to climb up. It does. Yes. So it climbs up too, but it jumps again past you as you're distracted, probably, Carpo. Uh, this one has grabbed onto the rope and you just see it quickly scurry up. It's going to use as much as it can, which I think is the range of 20. The one in the hood's turn now. So the one in the hood is going to attempt to climb up. Does it? You see this one in the hood run up to you guys. Yep. And it's gonna attempt to run up to the hole. Okay. All right, that's as far as it goes. That's the one in the hood's turn. It is now Atheist's turn. Get up. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then use action to big climb. Yep, roll for those legs. 10. Yep. Alright, I will use action to dash and then go up again. Yep, so now roll again. Ooh, it's an 11. 11 makes it. It was 10 DC for that one. Ooh. So you see a line for the entrance, starting with Virgil, and then there's just a bunch of short people, and then you. <laughs> it goes to one last one. He gets up, the one that you've all been stepping on. He's gonna use its action to quickly climb. Oh, not climb, sorry, it's just gonna actually use his movement. Uh, he fails, that's the next check. Um, so he starts to climb, rope breaks a little. As it's starting to weave, but it's on a diagonal, so it's still access to grab. It's gonna use its action, the EC has gone up for itself now as well. It's gonna use its action to attempt to climb again. Definitely makes it that time. Whoa. Uh, it goes up, and as far as you can get, it gets Aethiel. Join the queue. All right, Steve, <laughs> it is it is yours and SPF's turn. What are we doing? I'm just shit. chilling around. Climb <laughs> the rope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, climb the rope. Four. So it's, it's four total. Yeah. Yeah, you're still in the rope. Um, what is SPF doing? He's just waiting for me. Easy. All right. Can you all make me deck sex, please? Damn. I'm going to crit fail. 21. 15. 9. Uh, so first of all, Virgil, you fall prone. Yep. Followed by the hooded one. Oh! Oy. The third one there is fine. The one next to Athea falls prone. 
that one's fine as well. Athea, you're fine. Uh, the room has slanted the floor you guys are on. Has slanted again. What you see just before you fall though is that the direction turns and you see the tunnel disappear and then cave in a little bit. And it moves up towards another edge of the tunnel. Right. Couple. You are fine, but you do feel this one get hit and it drops again another couple of feet. Steve, the one below you, which you're currently attaching to, mm -hmm. starts to starts to fall and then it just stops. You are still on the rope, but you're on a weird angle where it's gone left now and you can kind of abseil up, okay? But you're still dangling on the rope. Top of the ladder. I'm nervous. Cover, what are we doing? Cover. I'm gonna go up. Yes. <laughs> 18? Yep. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, so you've got plenty of movement that you don't do anything with. <laughs> There's a line. I'm gonna do... No, I'm gonna stab with the frost brand. Roll for yes. attack. Damn. Doesn't hit. Hey. You go to like swing and then the floor looses again a little bit and you've just lost balance so you just miss it. Uh, Athea, would you... Would you hurry along please? <laughs> Cast by expression again. Sure. Go. Cool. Uh, if that is you, Kappa. Tis. Virgil. Can I, do in my prone position, see at, at the end of this new tunnel? Yeah, sure. We'll say you can. You can see that it goes kind of vertically up the surface. You can just see a little bit of light. I want to misty step to as far as I can. Wherever you can end. move to the ledge of the tunnel. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So just with advantage, quickly roll me a flex check. My first roll was a nine. My second roll was a fifteen. Yeah, you made it. You misty step, and you're able to actually latch on to the ledge. Hell yeah! As you just disappear into a gaseous state. Nice. Can I pull myself up? Yep, sure. And then I guess I'm just like on the surface. I just want to take five. Okay. And then just uh, be ready for whatever comes. Since you're outside, you get a bit of the picture. So what's actually happened is whatever's happened below you guys that mm -hmm. Dazan has initiated has caused the cliff edge you guys are on to become unstable. And the spire that you originally saw, which you realize is a part of this, this building that was poked out, is starting to slip and fall inwards. And everything's starting to cave downwards out. Okay, then I would like to keep moving. Yeah, you see the dogs as well. I've started to bark and like go. I guess I would start running over to where the dwarves are. Like dwarves? Dogs. Dogs. Ten feet. You can go back in. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you get ten feet. You get ten feet. Oh, you still in action. I'm still in action. I guess I will dash towards them. Sure. We can say like they're, they're 40 feet away. Cool. If that is your turn, Virgil, it yes. then goes back to Tattoo Guy, who was right behind... The other one. Uh, it's going to move for its friendly ally. Yep. And it's going to step through and it's going to use its action. It's going to make a flex check to climb up that last 10 feet. Does it? So can you bring it up? As, you, as you're running, you can hear like the glacier starting to crack. And you can see one of them has just gone up to the tunnel and it's just like... And it's the one of the tattoos as it's climbing up over the, t over the tunnel. Yeah, it's going to climb up and it's going to move 10 feet away. That's as far as... Okay. Alright, uh, the other one that is currently prone next to Athia is going to get up and it's going to use its 15 feet to get past its... That's as far as it can go. Yep, that's perfect. And it's going to use its action to dash. So it gives us 30, so that's 5. If It's got a white flex, sorry. Goose sex. It passes. Yeah. Nice. 
So, so one after the other. Right on the cusp? Yeah, right, that one's right on the cusp. One after the other, these guys are climbing out. Uh, it's the one on the hood. It's also gonna do the exact same thing. That makes it. I'm rolling really well here. I'm happy with these ones. Uh, it also makes it so one by one, it's just like a clown car. <laughs> do a go like hopping out. It then goes to Athia. So Athia, everyone in front of you has just run and they've run up the hole and made it out. <sighs> of course they have. Can I? I kind of just want to push him back five feet. Would be an action. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm gonna shove. So the first thing I do is I'm gonna turn and then I'm gonna shove this dude. Okay. So make a, yeah, make an athletics check contested by either your athletics or acrobatics. Gotcha. Oh, done, boy. Uh, he got an unnatural 20. Oh. I also got an unnatural 20. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So no, no one moves. You, you go to push it, it's able to hold its ground and grip and bear it. Brace. I don't move. Go on, push past this guy, let's go. Uh, if that's your turn, this one's turn is going to... I think it's just going to do the exact same thing. Uh, it's just going to try and make him prone. Oh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. I can't receive from here, sorry. 18 to 25. Definitely not. It goes to like push in advance and get you away so it can start climbing through. You're solid as a rock. Uh, that's its turn. It's going to, because it can't move and it's used its action. Uh, Steve, what are we doing? Climb up the rope. Climb up the rope, okay. With advantage, because you're actually scaling the surface. 18 plus two. So unnatural 20, easily. You're able to scale up and you finally get to the third floor. Oh, well, I'm just gonna climb up the next rope. So you get up 10 feet. So roll flex again, please. Uh, 16. So you get out of that one as well. You're up on the second floor. You got 10 feet left. I'll go up the rope again. Yeah, I'm presuming SBF is attached to you this whole time as well. Yeah. Okay. After they came through that second hole, just latch on. Yeah. Nice. Hey. Yep, easily. Is Use my action to over? attack the dude that's dying. Can I <laughs> grab, can I yeah, grapple? Yep, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can try grapple. Uh, roll for strength. Six. Yeah, no way. Uh, you, pro you get up. Uneven terrain, probably maybe just to exhaustion as well, climbing up. This thing can't be grappled just yet. Bonus. SPF. Yeah. Attacks him then. Yep. Hell yeah. 17. Yep. Roll for damage. Five. Okay. SPF just comes in, what, ankles again? Yep. Cuts through his ankle. But still standing. Aether, you just see blood splatter as this guy's like standing in front of you, out of his mouth. So you guys hear another violent shake. Can you all make deck saves, please? Two. <laughs> Twenty unnatural. Well, I didn't roll one. Steve, you fall prone. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Virgil, you are fine. Mm -hmm. Athea, you are fine. Kappa, you are fine. The one that was in between you guys is fine as well. The one that just got out of the hole though is prone. Top of that up. You guys don't know what's happening below you guys anymore, so I'm not going to tell you at the moment. Can we go to Kappa? Yeah, you can. I'm gonna cast Charm Person on him. It's <laughs> a good use for it. Um, wisdom saving throw. Yep. So with advantage, if we are fighting it, they fail the saving throw is charmed. Athletics I've been doing really well with, but this save I did very shit. Eleven, it's which nice. I don't think succeeds. Wisdom. Yep. I rolled eleven a with advantage. Yep. I rolled a one first. It does not succeed. No, <laughs> it does not succeed. Yep. You're now charmed. 
So Kappa proceeds to say, uh, excuse me, my good buddy. And he hops past him. Oh yes, after you. Um, I also want to rabbit hole. Yep. Do you love the tubes? It's okay, don't need it. Don't need it. That doesn't make like this is weird. Is it D12? Okay. <laughs> um, I used my action. Already. Yes, yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna, can I bonus action grab onto like a rock, the, the wall here? Sure. We can say there's a sconce somewhere there. Sconce I can grab onto, get some. And I end my turn. Easy. After your turn, Harper, it is Virgil's. They just got out of the hole. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Fireballs at the mage looking one. Sure, the one on the hood? Yeah. Sure. Roll for uh, attack. 14. Just hits. Nice. It's two fire damage. Uh, and then I want to use my bonus action to summon a tentacle next to them. I'm going to attack that one that's in front of it. Yep, roll for attack. 16? Yep. That's 8 cold damage. Uh, and that one's speed is reduced by 10 feet until its next turn. Cool. No, no. until the start of my next turn, sorry. Okay. Uh, the one of the tattoos is going to use half its move to get back up, please. Uh, it's got 15 feet left. It's going to run out. It's then going to use its action and it runs behind you on the far right of you. Okay. Uh, it's then the one in the one you just hit. It's going to also follow in the lead. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go 15, 20. Okay, seeing you as a threat. No, I'm friendly, dude. I'm one of them. You just attacked it. It's dumb. Yeah, don't attack it. <laughs> it's gonna actually use its action to enlarge. So you see it as ah. it's charging forward towards you, it double in size. Everything about it grows with it, yeah. including its uh, war pick, and it looks infuriated at you. The one in the hood's turn is gonna run. It sees your tentacle, it sees you, mm-hmm. and it sees the other one try to make a passage, uh, a block. It's going to run, and about this point here, about 10 feet towards the left, you see it not enlarge, but start to shrink, Mm. and it becomes tiny. It just becomes more invasive, essentially, with this. So I'm gonna say it still moves then. 30. So you see it running that way, and it's tiny. Sure. It is now APL. Right, I am gonna do the same thing. Okay. Come on, Steve, let's get out of here. And I'm going to try and shove this dude out of the way again. Okay. 13. 13, Over okay. Off. Just beats it. Oh. You got a 14. I'd rather go die. This guy's the most hardy little dude. Right? You guys, are, you guys attacked him, right? No, he just did now, though, technically. Shoving him into danger. He no longer finds me a companion. So as you push it, it's able to resist again. Carpus charm. We're off. And it gets a dirty grin on his face again, looking at you. Uh, anything else you can do? Uh, no, I'm, again, hold the line. I'm getting my boys out. All right, after Athia, it goes to that one. So you see it simply actually look at you as it does this dirty grin, Athia, mm-hmm. and it disappears. The grin or the person? The Duga that you just Uh That's its turn. I'm not gonna say what it does at the moment because you don't know where it is or what it's doing. Steve. I believe it is your turn. 
Oh, he's disappeared. I'm gonna run for the exit then. Uh, you go to run to the space where it was, no longer there. So you're easily able to pass through. Yep. 30. So you can use action again to. So I, it's yep. still 10. So yep. Uh, make a flex, please. Sorry. Five. <laughs> nah, you're in the tunnel, but you, you can't make it out. You're uh, kind of stuck between those wedges. With that being the end of the round, I need you all to make deck saves, please. Um, except for you, Virgil, and everyone else that's moved out of that hole's way. Six. 19. 13. Two things happen. First of all, um, you guys all here, especially, especially you guys inside still in the tower, a loud crash sound. You outside actually see a little bit of what's going on. You see that the ledge that this tower and spire was protruding originally mm -hmm. is continued to slope down now and another bit of it has given way and it's right. starting to crack towards you guys. Okay. Uh, this part here has all started to crack. Oh! Um, and everything below that has started to also start to give way. So you see some of the cliff edge has actually started to avalanche and fall. Gotcha. You, Athea, fallen prone. You, Carpa, have managed to hold onto that sconce that you found earlier. The floor has actually moved more decline now uh, as the entranceway is lifted up and it's starting to fall uh, vertical. Hmm. So which means that eventually you're going to get to a point where this floor is not going to be able to walk up. It's going to be a wall. It's going to be a wall. Yeah. So it's going to be a new floor for this building. Yeah, the floor was the ceiling. The wall. The wall. <laughs> Top of the initiative, we're going back to you, Cover. How close is the um, this square here to the outside? It would be 15 feet still. Five feet will have to be difficult terrain. The first five feet, but the rest will be able to climb through. Rabbit hop. Yes, go for it. Yes! yes! Whoa! Look at that you move. So you're the front, it's starting to rise, the bottom of your floor is starting to lower, yeah. so it's getting to that bit where like the hole is starting to become a bit harder to get through, and you're able to just shoot through nice. and vertically come out as you're like avoiding the curves. Uh, you're on the ledge. The earth is starting to crack and shake. Can I change out of my disguise? Yeah, I'm gonna shoot with my dead ass. This big fucker here. Yeah, yep. roll for attack. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. <laughs> okay, roll for damage because that definitely hits. Six um, of pissing damage. Okay. Hits it in his chest. Still, still standing quite large, but you definitely know you've done some damage close to vitals. After your turn, it is Virgil's turn. Yes, it is. Uh, Virgil would very much like to use my bonus action first. I'm going to move my tentacle. I can move up to 30 feet and attack with it. Go for the, the little one. Hood. Okay, yeah. roll for attack. That is a 23 to hit. Definitely will hit. Hey, that's seven points of cold damage. Uh, and that one now has reduced speed. So this whole thing, as it's shrunk, this whole tentacle just suddenly peers behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's trying to run through the snow as this large tentacle goes down. It's still standing, still there. It's kind of like lost in the snow. Uh, then I'm going to move out of the attack range of the giant one. So go ahead and take an attack of opportunity on me. Yep. Yeah, it won't hit you. A six, a six will definitely not hit you. No, it won't. Alright, and then I'm going to cast Firebolt at the giant one. Uh, dirty 20. Yep. Oh, two points of fire damage. Two points, okay. I'm doing what I can. Yeah, you're wearing it down this one. After you, it's gonna be the one that was far away. Probably seeing you as the instigator still is probably gonna charge at you. Yep. It is also going to enlarge itself. 
Yeah, that's it, actually. It's going to go in front of you and just kind of be like a shield. It is then going to be the other one that's already enlarged. It's going to use its movement to run as well. Uh, it's going to turn invisible. Uh, that's its action at the moment. All right. That's done. Uh, after that is going to be the one that was shrunk. Yep. So this one with the robes. Uh, and it's actually going to use also its action to turn uh, invisible as well. So as it's running, yep. it just goes... So two of, the, of those three are invisible right now. Yep. Uh, after that, it is now Atheist done. Cool. And now knowing that, to my knowledge, everyone has gone past and gotten out, I'm gonna stand up, and then I'm just gonna action as well, full dash, get, just run. Okay, so do the 15 first. So so. 15, 20, 25, 30. Yep. And then five, 10. It's 20, it's 10 feet the tunnel, so roll for Earth Lake Shack. nine? Right now, too small for you, we'll say. Like, you just can't squeeze through. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, it's not all I can do now. Okay. You guys don't know what the other one's doing? Yeah, with disadvantage, can you make a strength save, please, Atheon? Oh, that might. <laughs> That's so rough. Alright, uh, you're not knocked prone, but you're shoved out of that way. So you go five feet back. Whoa. Steve. I go the rest of the way out. Ten. Make it. Yes! You get to the hole. So you get out, you're on this cusp, the ground feels very shaky. Then I'll just catapult SPF at the, the only one I can see. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. It's <laughs> a deck save. Okay. 13. Yep. Deck save, 9. Fails. 19 damage from my spell. You throw SPF. As he's projectile towards its head, its blades are out and it just goes straight through its giant skull and pierces what you see coming out of its eyes are just two blades. Yeah, that thing falls prone as well. Anything else? Nothing else is visible, so. Yep, that's fair. We'll just sit there. No one's on the crack. Aether, can you make a deck save, please? It's an 11. The floor starts to shift. drops again and just before you start to feel yourself slip you're gonna be technically on difficult terrain now but you find yourself holding on to just a sconce just Good. out of reach by the way this is now like starting to spread so now it's, this layer is all cracks but this layer is getting a bit fucked up um cool beans uh top of the list kappa you also see that your area that you're standing on is starting to crack as well. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Uh, just jump back. Is this going to be visible? Yeah, that's my tentacle. There's currently, no is visible. there's currently no enemies visible. Just stand here and I'll look back concerned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looking concerned is a full action, just saying. So. <laughs> uh, that's right, he didn't use one. Virgil. Your turn. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave. I did that. Like, I know it was there, but that's just, I, I was gonna cast it where I last saw it. No, that's, 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 that's more than fair, yeah. Uh, yeah, make me a con save, please. Yep. It does get advantage on this. Okay. Because it's a spell. Yep, 14 to save. Uh, it will pass it with an 18. Nice, okay, well regardless, you take half damage. Okay. Eight points of Thunder damage. You think you hit something? Yeah. I mean, can I 
try to just like cast move my tentacle where it was as well because I can move this up to 30 feet sure which I mean it technically has reach so I could try sure okay that's a 20 dirty 20 dirty 20 uh, roll for a damage that's 8 cold damage cool and if it is invisible and moving it's slow so you shoot it and then you summon your tentacle and project it forward and it, it just flies and slings and you see something in the distance drag against the snow from your spell. And as it does, you just see it get slingshot and hits like a nearby uh, glacier sticking out and concaves in. You especially see like the, the body itself start to come into fruition as the invisibility wears off and the body shrinks. Uh, it's dead. Yes! yes! Uh, yes! You literally got exactly its HP. Fuck yeah! Done? Yes! Okay, after those, well, those two were next anyway. One of the robes is gonna move. I'm just gonna take it off the board because you guys don't yep. know where it's going. Yep. As it disappears into the snow. Aether, it goes straight to you. Cool! So make your move. It is considered difficult terrain. 15. Aether, you managed to rumble through all the ice, everything else, you feel that the tunnel is starting to crack mm-hmm. and you manage to scale just out in time. If anyone's looking, maybe you, because you said you're gonna look concerned, you see this amethyst head glow as it pops out of the hole and everything around it starts to crack. What do you do, Aethia? Uh, I could dash. Yeah, I guess I should just play it safe. So you just dash, you pass the cracks. Yeah. Straight to cover, all right. Your combat has ended officially for you guys, or what appears to be ended. You see Atheist's head run off as he's starting to fall, and the cracks officially. So this one officially only had one round left. And you hear a big avalanche from the sh- side of the cliff fall. What do you guys do? I'm still giving chase of the dogs. True. So you guys, one end, you've got Atheist just running out of the cr- cracks. Towards you guys, the other end, you see Virgil's chasing after dogs. I'm gone, bro. I'm also gone. Chasing after Virgil. <laughs> okay, so you're both going to just chase the dogs. What is everyone else doing? I'm running. No, I'm not I- doing it. I refuse. <laughs> uh, h- hello, everyone. I uh, understand that you've been listening for some time now. It might be, might be wise to take a break. We're just going to fast forward a little bit in time. Uh, I say well, during that time, you would have had enough. Get your dogs, uh, herd them back, and settle them down enough to relax. Uh, what are you guys doing? I think it's probably a highest priority to now report back on what we found out. There was a lot going on down there. Well, <coughs> yes. Because we were sent out here to investigate the Duaga threat. Should we take one of them with us? <coughs> We're good. He can just believe us. We've got... You've given them no reason not to. Did, did you get all of them? Uh, we got most of them. But uh, we would never have wiped out the entire Duogar population. I think it was programmed mostly so that we could find out their intentions. And we know now that they are the ones excavating the Shadowland. Well, sounds like that's the information we got. It's better than what we had. Nothing. 
Exactly. I think as a as a side note, I don't think Imdra's gonna believe what just happened. What made you say that? She was the one who lit Dazan on fire. It's a good point. But I don't think we're ever gonna go back to that town. Look, as far as I'm concerned, he's not our immediate concern. If he comes up again, we deal with it then. No concern, man. You can feel concerned. That's not an emotion. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If we've got the same arrangement in the cards, wait. Oh, there were five of us because Scraps was here. I was yeah. like, well, who's missing? You guys just. You were riding with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's still the case. Uh, Aethia, would you mind taking the reins on this one? I've got something I would like to do. That sounds vague and ominous, but sure. I'm just going to take out my tome, and I want to keep reading on the right back. Sure, okay. Nice. Alright, Steve's obviously online. Let's go. We've got no insight onto the thefts, though, do we? That are happening in Kaikoni. No. Because that was the real reason that Tropis gave us the sled dogs, because we said, we suggested that it could be related. But we've got no reason to believe that the, the dual guy are the ones doing the thefts. Just that the one that we actually do know their purpose for. Well, it was small footprints, wasn't it? He's blaming them for. Yeah. <laughs> the dual guy have noticeably small feet. We're walking around them for a while. Oh, you've got a body, don't you? They've got normal sized feet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. In my head, dwarves kind of just like, you've just got a human to do this. So the foot wouldn't change that much. We've got a dead body. You got a dead body? I turned to dead I'm not looking at it. I'm reading my book. I turned to dead body. They look a bit small. That's alright. We still take him anyway. It took you guys basically a whole day to get here. Travel time. It was 20 hours. From Kayakoni. From Kayakoni, including events. So if you guys choose to travel again, the dogs are going to definitely get exhaustion. You guys will get exhaustion. Could we find anywhere... Yeah, anywhere that it looks relatively safe to pitch up for the night? Yeah, it's up to you guys. You guys can just say you want to make camp. I would say yeah, let's not do it like immediately there, just in case Dazan is still like around. No. Uh, so I don't know. Do like an hour's trip away and then like yeah. try to set up somewhere safe-ish. Easy. So you guys get onto sled dogs. You uh, collect one of the deceased Duga bodies and place it onto your sled. You direct the dogs about an hour away. Where would you like to go? Just say an hour away. Like which direction? Yeah, west towards Kekoni. Alright, just one of these roll survival. Nine. It takes a while, definitely, to find a suitable location. You believe, Carpa, you may have found one. It's completely open, however, and it looks like for vast area, for ages, it's just going to completely open terrain. Uh, uh, Virgil, will you? And I've adjusted to the ground in front of me. I cast bonfire. Uh, if you would like to make it bigger. He asked you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a bonfire. Uh, I guess we tied the dogs off. Do the dogs, like, nestle up near the fire? They're going to 100%. It yeah. is nearly minus 40. And then we rest. Uh, long rest or? You are getting a long rest. You're also all in the open, so is anyone gonna keep watch for the nights? I will volunteer myself to take the first watch. I, I sent you anyway. 
Carpet ghost. For the other, for the other, like half of the rest, yep. I don't need. I, I can just be active. SPF will patrol around. We'll just nice. walk around the group because he can't be surprised. Just say I'm gonna. I'm also gonna be. I'll be conscious for the first half of their rest, and then for the second half, I'll meditate. Okay. Carpet's asleep already. I'll patrol with SPF. Uh, keeping my eyes peeled for any possible threats. Like, I guess looking for anything that isn't just this planes. The, the advantage of being like a plain open area is that I should be able to see something coming. Alright, uh, can you roll me perception check? Yeah. And I guess one for SPF. Hey! 18. It's just a zero. 11. SBF probably on waivers. SBF will continue his just small perimeter around you guys and the campsite. You, however, Virgil, you hear an off pattern ever so slightly that cuts into the wind. It sounds very distant, and then that starts to build up. Uh, I quickly cover the fire. Where would you be positioned, Steve? Right in the middle. All right, so you probably see the light go out. Virgil, uh, keep it quiet. Hearing something that sounds out of the ordinary. Uh, this picks up for you. You can make a perception with advantage if you like. 14. You can start to hear it because it is coming closer. Does it sound familiar? Because I can't discern what it is. You've got a choice. I'll let you either make nature or history. Alright. It's a 10. No idea. It just sounds offbeat, but the pattern seems to, whatever the pattern is, it's like something is breaking into the wind, the breeze that's blowing past you guys, and it's becoming louder and louder. It feels like it's coming towards you guys. Can you discern what it is? Uh, do I do a history as well? Or? Yep, uh, history and nature, up to you. 16. As it's building up pace, you kind of, you look around, you can pinpoint it's coming maybe from somewhere from the south east towards you guys you can't see anything nothing and with your dark vision especially you can't see anything in that direction heading towards you okay and you recognize where you may have heard this sound before as above or very close towards you guys you can see a looming shadow start to fly over and each flap of the wings of this behemoth breaks the wind and you guys feel a huge breeze. Snow goes everywhere. And then it continues on. And then it looks like it's heading somewhere between the sea of moving ice or towards that like 
from oh, where you guys are cool. towards that direction. It's fucking awesome. Sounded like a dragon. It looked like one too. Right. I could only see a silhouette. I could see it very well. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel neutral about that. Fuck, you're damn right. <laughs> that could have been worse. That very well could have been. Uh, let's make sure everyone gets their rest now. Cast my bonfire back up. Should we switch? Uh, how long has it been? Uh, I'd say maybe a couple of hours we're past. Uh, sure. And then I guess I close my eyes and just sit cross-legged next to the fire. Now I'm only meditating for four hours and in the window of time between when I get up and then the others are waking up two hours after that, mm -hmm. I want to be studying the tone again. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Steve, can you roll the perception, please? Uh, you can give yourself advantage if SPF is helping. Sure. Big. Oh, brother, that's his... He's had advantage twice, and in both those, he's rolled a one. That's the lower number. Shit. And the other one was a four, so let's go. <laughs> yep. Everything seems fine. Keep walking. Yeah, you just doing laps? Yeah, I'm gonna just say to myself, wow, everything seems fine. <laughs> you in the distance hear a pained scream. You can't make out where it came from though, and it echoes throughout the terrain. And it sounds like a little bit of a scuffle and then nothing in the wind, it just keeps blowing. Yes, that's just nature at its best. <laughs> and I'll keep walking and walking around the group. Picturing you just like looking down lovingly at SBF. <laughs> like it's a fatherly yeah. lesson. <laughs> SBF is on sitting on top of my head and he's like and he quickly shifts one direction. And shifts the next one. <laughs> he just keeps going. <laughs> like looking around. It's so cool. fucking cool. The pups look rested. Yep, the fire's still going, so they're still quite warm now. Cool. Uh, now that uh, our transport is uh, more than capable of taking us to our destination, I say we get to move on. It is still most of the day's ride. Hi. Yep. The way I see it, uh, we have this transport now, and we don't have any information for Speaker Trovis in KR Konig. We could go straight to KF Dinaval and report back on the Duagar situation and then return to KF Kodik with the dogs following that. Or we can go to KF Kodik, return the dogs and tell him we've got no leads and then move on to KF Dinaval. Well, uh, I would say can't really be asked walking between the two. <laughs> Let's go. Man does speak the truth. Carp is okay with seeing, not seeing Mildred for a little bit longer. 
<laughs> been riding each other, okay? <laughs> riding. Riding each other. Yes, <laughs> in secret. He's been taking the dogs back. <laughs> Fucking. There's extortion for that, isn't there? <laughs> 20 hour ride back and forth and sex? <laughs> um, Power of love, my man. Do you agree, Steve? I think uh, the majority is going with Dinnerville, so we'll go there. Uh, you guys uh, each take command of a sled dog, so who's taking? Because these uh, people are the ones that come. I'm happy to now because I didn't the last leg. Alright, so you with Aether again, mm-hmm. and then Carpo with Steve on the back. Um, okay, Dinnerville is your journey? Yes. Alrighty, who would like to roll from Counter Die, please? It's so far two people remaining. Damn it, Troy. That's a roll. 95. Nice. That's good. Add. Add. <laughs> we love it. Oh, yeah. Add three. three. 98. Bloody hell, near Damn close crap. guys floor it every hour or so you take a break give yourself uh the dogs enough time to relax mm-hmm. and you floor it again by the time you have to go through kaikoning you just drift through you don't have to break for the dogs and you're able to go on the road no one takes a second glance at you guys You guys are traveling to Cadenavel for you, Virgil, and you, Carpa, who have got the reins of your two sled dogs. Maybe a hundred feet, and it comes closer and closer. You hear laughter. And like a very slight jingle. Yes, it sounds like someone's having a good time. Do we need any, do we have any reason to stop? Well, I don't think so. Just keep out Mary Corsa. You hear the children's laughter a bit loud now and you hear the jingle still. Raw perception both of you, you two, because you're specifically leading. As you guys who are leading hear this and ignore, you guys at the back also hear a couple of what sounds like children laughing in the distance and a couple of jingle of a bell. Do you you hear that? A perception check. (laughs) Sure. See if I can hear it. 16. You also hear the sound, this little laughter and this this jingle of bells. And just as you guys pass it, you can kind of hear it behind you and you turn around and you can just see very tiny, almost humanoid figure uh, run off into the middle of the road. And it looks like they've got uh, a tea set with them. And they bring it to this little mound that you guys both sleds drove past. It looks very innocuous, like you wouldn't think twice about it. 
It does kind of look like a tree. Various debris stitched an outfit that kind of creates a full poncho and hood. It appears to be wearing a mask. Um, the reason you know it is humanoid is because you can see tiny little humanoid feet and arms holding the T-set and it's kind of walking towards this little mount. Well, they're quite small. I think if they are dangerous, we could probably deal with them. You definitely think it's something of interest. Uh, I'm sorry, what? What, what, are we, what are we dealing with? What are you talking about? There's these little dudes Did you not here. see the... Oh no, I've been looking at the road. Should we turn this thing around? Thought we already were. Anyway, I'm gonna... Uh, yeah. I pull on the reins and we stop. I drift them in like a circle around, back around, so we're behind <clears throat> the encounter. Steve points out and you guys can just see a tiny, somewhat humanoid figure go to this little mount that's built on top. And then you see what was hidden, like kind of like a little shrub, kind of spring to life. And you see a mask appear on it and humanoid hands and legs. And they both walk over to the mount and you see the one places the two, like a teacup, little nut of some kind that's broken open and places on the two. As you guys come closer and closer, you see both of them just... And they not disappear per se, but they both become a piece of like shrubbery around this mound. Hold up here and uh, just be ready in case something happens. Okay. And I approach it cautiously. Uh, you get there, the shrubberies are still there. You can see that the teacup is just laying on, on the teacup, sorry, a little like this kind of teapot is just laying on its side. And they're not moving anymore. They're not moving. They've gone inanimate? It appears to be so. Right, uh, hello little buddies. Little guys. Hello? Can um, I inspect that whole situation? Yeah, sure. So like an investigation yeah. or... <laughs> Sick now one. Besides what I've described here, that's, that's about it. Anything interesting over there, Steve? Well, it looks like there's, there's some uh, cute little guys making some tea out of nuts, I guess. <laughs> You're right about nothing. <laughs> They're, they're kind of inanimate right now. I'd like to like just poke one. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, you poke it and it kind of, you feel it move with the shrubbery, like it moves through. Yeah. And moves out. I want to approach Steve. Well, uh, they, they're little trees now, but uh, I saw them moving. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Steve's so high. I want to approach as well. Uh, you guys see the same thing? Is there anything uh, in the cups? Mm -hmm. No, they appear to be empty. Okay. Is there anything in the teapot? Like you pick it up, does it feel like there's Yeah, it feels like there's something in there. Pour, pour it into the cups. You pour it into the cups. What you see pour into the cups are like little bits of dirt. Copper takes a drink. Uh, uh, you, maybe I sh should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm immune to poison and disease, but that's all right. Uh, you grab one of the little chestnuts that has been opens for the cups as you lift it up and you go drink it can you make a perception check for me just quickly 13 plus 
16. Cool. Uh, you look down where the shrubs are and you see the one on your left. You see like a little mask kind of appear and opens with the shrubbery as it watches. <laughs> to see what you're doing. You take a swig. It's just dirt. You got dirt in your mouth. in my mouth? Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> fuck. How, how does it taste, Cockroach? Uh, uh, mmm. I love a good glass of tea. Mmm. <laughs> I, I stomach it. Sounds like it's pretty tasty. Mmm. Never better. Mmm. Right. You hear the, the jingle of the bell again, though? And you hear uh, a little exchange of like a child laughter kind of echo around this specific location now. And you see the other one come to life as well. And as the mask appears, two little skinny humanoid arms and legs pop out. On closer inspection, you notice that the coloration of these limbs are pale. But there's the finest outline where they glow in various colors of the spectrum, almost re representing the or similar, sorry, to the Aurora Borealis in the sky. They, they both bring to life, and the other one, they look like they're kind of talking to each other. It's, it's again, this little ch children's laughter between the two. One of them goes to the teapot, the one that you drank the cup of, and the other one goes to the cup. The one with the teapot, you can see it's struggling to hold it, it's holding it, and it looks at you, cup up. Oh, Virgil, get over here. You, maybe you should have, try some of this. I, I gestured him to pour another cup. Try, it leans over and it starts to tilt. You see a little bit of dirt fill it and it just gets too much and it gets too full and it goes back and it loses balance a little bit. Um, That's so cute. While the second one grabs the cup and it goes to you, Atheon, and it's holding the cup up. Um, I kneel down to get like really low. I give it a nice little like bow and then I take the cup and I take a sip. I also drink the cup that Carpo graciously offered me. Uh, Steve, it really is quite something. You should try it as well. They all turn to you like... I'm just waiting for these uh, lovely gentlemen <laughs> to offer me a cup. I put the cup down on the floor in front of Steve. Yeah, you go. They're like trying to reach it for <laughs> You, they grab the cup, one of them tries to, again, pour, mm -hmm. pours the dirt in, this time quite perfectly, and they, like, push the cup towards you on their mount. Why, thank you, little buddy. <laughs> and I'll pick it up. <laughs> they both, like, start, again, you hear the children laughing, and they both actually start clapping. And, like, as if they're enjoying what they're seeing, and they do, like, a little dance around the mount. Uh, and then they both start glowing. Similar to the various colors of the spectrum. And it's slow build up of light that changes each time in the color. Are we high right now? What is <laughs> going on? <laughs> you sounded high for the longest time before describing the situation. <clears throat> As they start skipping, you see almost like a double of them slowly appear behind, each in the different spectrum of light. One appears behind them, it's red. The one behind the red one appears, uh, is orange. The one behind them is yellow. Uh, and essentially it ends up being the colors of the rainbow in their order of Roji Div. Where the spectrum doubled ends, that's where the other one 
begins and they both start skipping and they're laughing and the laughing gets louder and then you each hear the bell for one final time. What just happened is you guys met magical elemental called Chewinga. And each of you guys think that maybe that was it. Maybe this guy's just one of the pro player Chipai. And you guys indulging them has made them happy to the point that they feel that they each want to give you a gift. The role you just made was for one of their blessings. Now these blessings have certain rules and effects. Virgil, you were given the charm of cold resistance. Hey, that's Dude, really handy here. So this charm allows you to give yourself resistance to cold damage as an action. Once you do this, this benefit will last for 24 hours, after which the charm will vanish. So the time of holding it is indefinite. Sure. The moment you use it, there's a 24 hour limit. Basically, you got the charm of bounty. This charm has three charges. As an action, you can spend one of the charges to cast the Create Food and Water spell, requiring no components. Once all its charges have been expended, this charm vanishes from you. Kappa, you got the charm of the Snowwalker. This charm has three charges. As an action, you can spend one of the charm's charges to gain the following benefits for 24 hours. The benefits are, you and your allies within 15 feet of you ignore difficult terrain caused by snow or ice. You can see through the areas heavily obscured by snow up to a distance of 60 feet. You are immune to the effects of extreme cold as described in Icewind. Once all charges have been expended, this charm vanishes from you. Steve, you were bestowed the charm of the Ice Troll. This charm allows you to use your reaction when you take cold damage to reduce the damage to zero. You regain a number of hit points equal to half that cold damage you would have taken. Once you use this, this charm will vanish from you. That was something. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Well, I feel like I could walk through water or frozen water. Yes, if I so choose, I believe I'll be um, a bit more uh, hardy to resisting cold damage. Sounds similar to mine. I guess. I just feel like we could not be hungry for a bit. That's very handy. Ah, what are you doing, folks? Well, I feel like unless something is going to happen in this second half travel, so I guess we just go to Cade de We hop back in the carts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, would you like to drive this time, Steve? Sure thing. Yeehaw. Hey, here, take the reins. Okay. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced yeehaw. Works for me. So, is someone back there making fun of me? Uh, you guys get to Kay Dinneville, are you just riding straight to the KL? Yes. Yes. Alright. Sure. So you guys, uh, Transverse Town, you go, now the road to that you're taking back to Kay Dinneville splits down the cliffside where you guys were staying originally in your tavern or to the cliff edge where the KO is and you can easily just drift in. Just to give you guys a passage of time, 
just like before, it is basically a 20 hour journey and then some. It gets to for you guys to be about very close to maybe dawn. What do you guys do as you make your way towards and towards the camp? Mm. Oh, I'm getting a little tired. Shall we uh, retire for the evening? I think that's the best way to go. We'll come back in the morning. Barely keep my eyes open. Sure. Uh, Can we ask the innkeeper to just tie them up up front? That or let them sleep inside? It's a long shot. That dude hated us when we asked for a room. Yeah, well, true because it's a tavern, it's not an inn. <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere to stay in this town. Let us light a fire and just make camp. Yeah, can't hurt. Unless there's somewhere to stay, I think that's our only option. I did not remember until we got to the town that we had all that trouble last time. Steve, would you do the honors? Oh, well, uh, Virgil, would you, would you? <laughs> ah, cast bonfire. So you're doing this right outside the tavern? <laughs> we go right up to the corner of it and we all lean up against the tavern. <laughs> I'm not lying, I was imagining that and that sounds pretty fucking cool. You <laughs> <laughs> do that? Like near the outer walls? Yeah, yeah I was, I was, in my head, yeah. I was like, talking, like hugging the outer walls. Just say we were coming from this way. Yep. Uh, I don't know, around here. So around that's that the tavern? Yeah, around there then. So near the tavern? Yeah, near the okay, tavern. So we go back to the tavern. Yeah. Yeah. So we lean up against the tavern and with yourselves either with a back to the uphill climb tavern or on the sleds or on the snow however you guys are sleeping a peaceful morning comes by uh, as you guys snooze away and we'll end it with yes a level up <gasps> no, You're no, no, big series. No, yeah. <laughs> I want to level down, bro. <laughs>